0: Like right at the beginning, Christopher Smith runs by and it's like Robert Beale and somebody else are like high-fiving each other. Like they're like celebrating. Exactly. And Christopher exactly. Smith just flies yeah. by him. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, but I'm going head out. <laughs> oh. Welcome to My Got A Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's 50 to 30 win over LSU in the SEC championship game. As always, remember to check out store.mygottapodcast.com to see our latest merch. You can follow us on social media at MyGotapodcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, OxiaTime. At oxiatime.com. That's AXIATIME dot com. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. So do we have to keep saying like that once again it was just like we predicted?
1: Once again, just as we
0: <laughs> predicted, which
1: frankly, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little uneasy about at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, uh, did, did anybody read R- who, who, who had the bingo card for 50 to 30? Yeah, seriously.
0: Yeah. I don't, you know, so <laughs> it is funny though. Um, I don't even have it up, but I, I, do remember, um, when we were talking through all of the, um, all the predictions, uh, odd shark did have like, yeah, they predicted 44 to 30, 44.2 for Georgia to LSU 30.6. And actually made that comment like, well, that's way too many points. So I don't know what they're talking about. And then there you go. So,
1: well, in their defense, they probably didn't expect Georgia to be, have the game completely in hand, basically by the second quarter.
0: <laughs> right. That's that, that's, that's how I feel like a, a day later. And, you know, um, I don't know, just time to sit on it or wherever, like in the moment I was like, not that I was ever like worried, but it was just like, things just kept happening. You know, like we're, we're used to, um, you get up, you get a lead and you just sit on it. <laughs> you just sit on that lead and you keep them at arm, arm's length. And like the fact that they kept scoring, I'm just not used to that, which, you know, I, um, I guess a, a little bit about the day, right? Like I, I did not go to that birthday party. Like we talked about, so i followed <laughs> i kind of followed our, our plan uh golf got canceled because of bad weather here so we ended up we did top golf uh we went on a, a distillery tour and then everyone went back to my buddy's house for uh to eat and watch the game and yeah we we ended up we didn't go over until the game was over we, we actually we started to go we started like pack up we we're gonna go over there at halftime and then like lsu came out and marched down the field and scored that touchdown to start the mm-hmm. second half and we we're like yeah we're not going anywhere <laughs> 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 so, uh, so we so we stayed home. So we we, we made an appearance after the game. So, uh, but rate, anyway, because that just I don't know the flow of the game. We haven't had a game like that um, in a long time. I mean, certainly not. We haven't had one like that this year. So, what do you mean? Just can you like, elab- can you elaborate a little bit more explicitly? Yeah, that we're like trading blows with an opponent, and that they keep scoring. I mean, this is the most points we've we Well, after it was already. It was already out of hand but we've still never had this back and forth scoring like that I'm talking about the second half okay. we haven't had so a second, second half like so that so
1: the second half I'll give you, I'll give to you but it definitely was not that in the first half so you could have been safe going I'm just saying
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That, that was the thing. It's like, yeah, 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 To go over there. Oh, we totally could have. But yeah, like, yeah. But basically, like, once they scored, uh, I don't know. Then it was like every time we... That was would... that was all you needed. That was all you needed. Sorry, guys. George is struggling. I got to watch this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, yeah, yeah. It wasn't so much that they were struggling. I don't know, man. I'm just weird. And also, like, it's it's like we were saying, right? Like, any time they scored, it would have been like, oh, people like and me, and I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> 'Cause we would have been the only Georgia fans there. So
1: right, right, right. I mean I, know, I I had the same I had the same thing when uh when we played Florida. I was like, Yeah, uh I need to
0: stay here. <laughs> right. It was exactly that. So they were still hanging out after the game. So we went over good. and spent time with we spent time with them. So it was good. We brought a dessert over and had that. So ah. it's it's Captain Christmas time around these parts, John. The Captain Christmas has come back out. Captain Christmas
1: uh, again. Yes. We didn't get a recipe for Captain Christmas. Yes, maybe we could do a maybe we could do a, a follow up like holiday recipes with the Will Kaplan episode <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. We might have to do that. We might have to do that. Oh man, yeah, we did. We did. Uh, we basically ate. We ate bean dip. Was actually, oh, actually We had bean dip and corn dogs. That was our meal uh, Saturday night during the game, uh, and then we had the Captain Captain Christmas for for dessert. So. I know you guys were partaking in the corn dogs as well. So shout out to the dog father. I had I I had not have thought of that until he sent that in and, and we discussed that in the preview. So uh, that was good. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you and Carter, you guys, I saw the picture. You guys had the, the corn dogs too, right? We did. We, so uh, my day, uh, so you, you went
1: through your day. So my day was spent at the soccer field. Uh, I was up at the you know werewolf hours. uh i was uh we, we were out the door by six o'clock um and took carter uh i we did we did do the same routine that we did for the tennessee game you know big games mm-hmm. like okay last time we had game day like this we were up this early we went to bojangles we went to bojangles got a cajun biscuit mm-hmm. um shout out bojangles not a sponsor yet um The let's see, we got we got we did that, and then Carter had soccer all day, um, a couple of games, and we won. He won both of them. Good, good stuff. And then, um, the last game was at two o'clock, so the math worked Mm. out in such a way that, and I had it all planned out because I didn't get a chance to go to the grocery store because they had a heck of a week at work all week. But I was gonna stop on the way home, get the corn dogs, toss them in the air fryer before we, you know, turned on the game or whatever. Mm. Well, then. Lindsay, my wife, she, 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 gave me this like list of list of stuff for dinner to get while I was at the store. And I was like, ah, you're killing my timeline here. <laughs> so we had to watch, we had to listen to the first like few series mm-hmm. on, on, uh, on the radio. So we were listening to Scott Howard on the radio for, for the first few series. And then gotcha. we got to the house, like as they were scoring and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so meaning you got to the house during the Chris the Chris Smith field goal return. Is that when you got there?
1: Yeah, we got there and I
0: and I was like, oh yeah, this is this is great. <laughs> got it. Got it. Yeah, I, I didn't don't... think I was gonna get home in time for the game actually. Um, because I think I left out after maybe I can't remember if, remember if I said it or not, but you know, because after after Top Golf, we went on a like a tour of a distillery and it wasn't exactly close because like a half hour away. But I made it home just in time for kickoff. But so anyway, continue.
1: Nice. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know. They they scored. We scored. Uh, there was it was a little bit of a struggle there for a minute. And then, yeah, Carter and I ate the corn dogs. And it was as <laughs> if it was as if the, the Bulldogs were eating the corn dogs as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Right. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was uh, a bit of a weird start. Right. I mean, like, and it was, it certainly, I, I guess it was a tale of two halves, but like we said, I mean, we were up by so much. I think we kind of relaxed in the second half, but like, you know, we had a, they get the ball. We have a great start in defense. Uh, you know, we force a punt. Um, but then I think we were like three and out really fast, like run, run, pass, punt out. And then, uh, then LSU has that, like, I mean, that long drive. Right. Um, and they look good doing so, get all the way down into the red zone, but then we stop them. And so that's where it was kind of like, all right, well, it's like just, it's what we've been doing, right? It's like the bend, but don't break. They're in the red zone. They're going to kick a field goal. Um, and then it happened, right? Like the Christopher Smith um, field goal return, which was, it was let's, incredible. Let's,
1: let's talk about that for a second, because yeah, I man. feel like the, so I I would love to hear, and maybe I maybe you've, if, if there were any interviews with him about it mm. um but i'm very curious to know like what was going through his head at that moment because it almost feels like the, the way that it looked on the screen was like is he gonna pick it up is he gonna pick it up i don't know does he know he can pick it up i i don't know and he it's almost right. like he was looking around he's like should i pick this thing up i don't know i feel like i need to pick this up i'm gonna pick it up <laughs> Right, <laughs> I'm going to take it to the house.
0: <laughs> cause even yeah.
1: Monkin, cause even Munkin, and that's the thing, like even some of the coaches were like, you know, telling yeah. him to leave it alone, leave it alone, leave it alone.
0: Yeah. And Munkin like, was screaming. You, I can read, I, I can kind of sort of read lips. Sometimes he was screaming, Peter. That's like the coaching term. That's what they say. When they're saying like, get away from the ball. And I remember that was the same term Rick used to use. Um, they say, Peter, Peter, Peter. And that means like, don't touch it, like get it away, leave it. Because if you block a field goal, and You don't ever pick it up if you never touch it again, the ball just comes to rest. You get the ball like where they kicked it, I think, right? Um, right, right. right? So, like, if you the, the fear is if you pick it up, it's a live ball at that point, so you could hurt your field position first and foremost, or like you know, you fumble and get the ball back to them, right? So, like, that's why the safe thing to do is to do nothing. So, I haven't seen a, a direct interview with Christopher Smith, um, but what I have as some of the stuff that Kirby said and Kirby kind of he talked through it a little bit and said he didn't say like he said something along the lines of like this is what he would have been thinking or something and so basically the gist I got was um Smith was he, he was basically like assessing the situation right because you can see I mean he's kind of standing over there for a little bit while like do like I have do I have blockers do I have yeah. blockers <laughs> yeah and basically it sounds like uh what they tell them is like, don't pick it up unless you know you can house it, like that you can score. <laughs> it's kind of like what they say. <laughs> so someone made it sound like he was actually like looking to the sideline and like got a signal to pick it up, but like it. I started reading something like that, but I don't think that's right. And like, and Kirby didn't say that that happened either. So because well, uh, I think he was just assessing that, the situation. The way that it looked, like if
1: you obviously we were watching it on TV, so I flipped myself around. He was looking to his right. And that's the LSU sideline. I believe that to his left was the Georgia sideline, right? Oh,
0: gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Because I think that his eyes were looking towards where the play had happened. Like, they had kicked the field goal on the left hash. And, like, right? Or am I am I misremembering Uh They
0: were on the left hash, I think, kind of kicking towards the right. That sounds right.
1: Yeah, like, they were on the left side of the field. So, it would be yeah. his his right at that point. So mm-hmm. I believe that he was looking towards them, trying to see like where everybody was. Oh right, as, right! right, As soon as he picked up the ball, he just started darting down the field because he had he knew that he had th- three or four guys. He's like, it was almost like he was looking for numbers, and mm-hmm. he realized he realized that he had numbers and then took off.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's... that's I think that's basically what it, I mean, it was. A heck of a just a heads up play by christopher smith super senior right i mean he's <laughs> super senior yeah you wonder like
1: what Malik because i think uh wasn't uh there's there's some i can't remember who all was around him um, at,
0: at the end it was lassiter and lassiter starks.
1: i know yeah lassiter, lassiter and is, starks i think it was starks starks was like starks was going was doing the peter 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 like what oh, was talking about or whatever. London was saying yeah, London okay. was
0: right by him. So Munden was like in front of him, like looking towards the end zone, uh, okay. like where they're where LSU was kicking toward. He was the um, one that was saying no, He was no, the no, one, no. yeah, giving the shift. But then like you can see like when Chris – you can see, I don't know, if they were saying things to each other or if it was just like a look in the eyes kind of thing. Because at one point Munden like turns around and I was like, okay, this is on. And then he like – then he immediately goes and walks. <laughs> and the funny thing is like right at the beginning, Christopher Smith runs by and it's like Robert Beale. And somebody else are like high-fiving each other. Like they're like celebrating. Exactly. And Chris exactly. Christmas just flies yeah. by him. <laughs> he's
1: like <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry,
0: but I'm head out. <laughs> oh man. It was awesome. Uh I, I like, but like, what are I mean? Too. I don't know. It's they a did crazy too. game. Was that? They did
1: too. The LSU guys didn't do anything either. they I think they oh, were yeah. like, what is this? What's going on? It's like it's almost like that, like that trick play that you see on, on YouTube where the 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 youth, and youth football or whatever where they're like they hike the ball and the quarterback goes oh it's the wrong ball and then he goes over and walks to the sideline and then takes off running that's the kind of and everybody's looking around like what what just happened
0: right yeah seriously yeah <laughs> uh, oh, oh i mean i mean it they were tr- like there was none of them in frame <laughs> like, like yeah there was a convoy with no lsu players in the camera frame
1: and i love and i love that brad Nethler was like if this stands it's it's gonna be a touchdown, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, yeah. I, well, that's where I was like, oh, come on, like don't, because there. I mean, I didn't hear a whistle. Um, I did yeah, I was either. like, so. I mean, obviously, there wasn't. But I was trying to like when he said that, I was trying to think like, well, how, why would it not stand? <laughs> it so.
1: sounded like that. It sounded like that. They pretty much like he picked it up at the right moment because otherwise mm. they they sounded like that. A few few seconds later, if he'd have waited a few seconds later, they probably would have whistled it dead.
0: Yeah, they would have. I think once the ball, like, basically comes to rest, like, so it was, like, still wobbling, and he picked it up on, like, you know, it was about to stop wobbling, basically, when he picked it up, so. But, yeah, I, was, I don't know. That was just, like, what a crazy, crazy play. And then, um, but then, like, right after that, they marched right back down and score, right, to tie it up. Um, yeah. And I gotta say, like, Jaden, I mean, Jaden Daniels, he's good, man. Like, he's good um, in that, you know, that, 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 that the touchdown, I guess March, maybe that's not totally right, but I mean, it was fast. Like that was the, it was like a, what, a 50 yard touchdown pass. I think to the um, which I don't know if you noticed, uh, kudos to the CBS production crew, CBS broadcast production crew, because they played a uh, shake your booty as they went to the break commercial break after booty scored there or Butte. I'm not exactly sure, but I thought that was funny. But I digress. <clears throat> um, he, yeah, I mean, that... he was, he was so open, dude. So that, so that bootay call was, uh
1: was boot take
0: <laughs> that's funny <laughs>
1: um the that call that call was was it was really frustrating and as that was actually kind of like a, a shot across the bow for the entire secondary mm-hmm. for yeah the entirety of the day for the most part and i guess that like i'll say that for the most part because that play happened and then after that like yeah they got little it was it was very much bend don't break and before yeah. you knew it it's 35
0: to 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was the thing. It's like after that play, I feel like our defense actually did shut them down. And that we just it had did. this flurry of points. I mean, it went from 7 to 7 to 35 to 7 before they scored again. So, I mean, it was just like a flurry. Um, but like a lot of crazy stuff happened in that, in that span as well, right? So you had the the tip drill interceptions so like not only do we have a field goal block that gets picked up and run back when no one was even paying attention for touchdown. Then you get the interception where I mean, live action I was with, uh, you know, with the broadcast crew uh, with Brad and Gary, like I thought it hit the ground. Um, I thought it
1: hit the ground too. Yeah. So, I was like, I was like, Oh man, that would be awesome if he actually did catch it.
0: Right. So <laughs> I, you know, I, I, we like to pick on the refs. So I will say that, that as a good job by them of not blowing the whistle. I don't know if they specifically saw it hit the guy's helmet or anything, but, um, so that, that was, that, that was good. But I mean, you know, that happens. And then what I, I love, cause I love it when an offensive coordinator does, does this, that play happens. We get the pick and we imme- Munkin immediately takes a shot. One play drive, touchdown, led McConkey. uh, um, yeah.
1: To the, to the jugular. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that was a nice pass by Setson. I thought that he's like, kind of like fit it into window, like between three different defenders. um, which I got to say, man, like Stetson, I mean, especially the first half, like we didn't throw a whole lot in the second half, but I mean, he was on and I feel like, uh, I don't know, maybe there is something to be said about that whole, uh, what I was saying in the previews, Stetson endorsed, Uh He was on the money.
1: Yeah. He, he, he had himself a, a pretty decent
0: day, right? Uh, yeah. And it was an MVP day. <laughs> it was. Yep. Yet another MVP day. 23 at 29, 274 yards passing. Four touchdowns. So heck of a day. Yes. Um. I
1: was sorry. I was just looking at something. So we were talking.
0: Well, I had one more thing it, while you're looking. I had one more thing that happened in that flurry in the first half, of those points, and okay. I'm going to refer to it as the J, the Jalen Carter circle of life play. The you. Jalen <laughs> Carter circle of life. That was was that that was before halftime, right? Yeah, it was in the first half. Yeah, it was it was during that yeah uh, twenty eight point straight points scored by Georgia spam correct okay so um here's here's a couple of things that I'll
1: say um about the f- the first half in general mm-hmm. so <sighs> correct me if i'm wrong and I, I don't have the the scoring drives but the lsu like we had a couple like we punted, they punted, and then mm-hmm. we, we had the, they had the, they and they had a, a pretty decent, pretty decent drive, right?
0: Yeah, that the, so they so okay, so we started the game, they get like one first down, then punt, we go three and out, punt, then they drive the field, but then we drive block the field goal yeah. and run it back for a touchdown, right? Then right. we kick off, then they have the bootay, the touchdown or booty, but I don't even whatever. Number 11, they get the touchdown, that 50 yard touchdown pass to tie it at seven to seven, and then that's when we just then we rattle off 28 straight points.
1: Okay, so that's so that, that's that's the the math between how we get to 7 to 7 is kind of what I was looking for. 14-7, 14-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. So what I'm what I was kind of getting at was like for a minute there, like when we first started the game, it felt like the the our defense was on the field a awful lot. Like yeah. right off the right off the bat. Like yes. they they had that long they had that long scoring drive or whatever. Um, and well, then, they basically
0: had to face two back-to-back drives because like, right. that's what happens when you block. Exactly. Field, you know, the, block, the field goal block. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Um, so that's that that that's something to watch because that that kind of happened at the you know in the SEC championship last year with um, you remember like how everybody kind of looked like they were just gassed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. That's just something that I feel like that. I'm wondering if, as we go into this, um, this holiday time period, they're going to use some of the lessons that they learned from the last, the last go around. Cause you remember like Jordan Davis and those guys, like, I've got to go run. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. That's just something, just something that I'm thinking like, as you look to the second half, a lot of things changed. Um, A lot of things changed. Like obviously we, we started rotating in more and more personnel. Jalen Carter started coming out. I was mm. a little frustrated that Stetson Bennett was in as long as he was mm. um the whole game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Like he was in there the whole game like of all the players to keep, you know, protected, I feel like that he would probably be um the number one, maybe, you know, maybe number 2 if you're talking about Brock Bowers and Darnell Washington like I don't know inter- interchangeably. I don't know who's the most MVP of this, but obviously Stetson Yeah. um
0: but, but I mean, it's because they were scoring, right? Like, so basically, because what what we ended up doing, like at least as far as like scoring back, scoring, going back and forth, like even in the second half, the only time LSU scored points back to back without Georgia scoring in between was when they kicked a field goal at the end of the first half. And then when they scored a touchdown to start the second half um, after we, what did we do? Was that when we turned the ball over? I, not, I'm not, I haven't rewatched the whole game, but um, uh, they, I know they scored the first points of, the second half. We got the ball to start the second half, but they were the first, you know, they scored first in the second half. So that was the only time that they scored like back to back. And then from then on, we just matched every time they scored, then we would score. Like we matched it every time, you know, before they scored again. So I, I think that's why Setson didn't come out to me because we couldn't, they kept scoring in <laughs> the second half.
1: So because they kept, they kept scoring. They kept scoring. um, yeah, I didn't, they, they, they got that field goal because. They got that extra field goal right before halftime because they had a field some... goal right
0: in a really fast drive. Like yeah. they got that ball with not much time left, and and got down and got that field goal.
1: So, yeah. Oh, so we f- we fumbled it. We fumbled it to start the second half too.
0: Yes, we on our opening uh, possession. That was the fumble where like, and that was kind of a weird play where I felt like Kendall Milton it was, it was like, it was like it took him a second to realize that there was a fumble. <laughs> <laughs> like when it's like he was like looking at the ball that he started to run a field and then he turned around to go get it so that was uh, kind well, of I, I
1: imagine I imagine what he probably thought was was that Stetson had pulled the had pulled it and yeah maybe maybe he was like that kind of felt weird maybe he didn't
0: <laughs> right yeah yeah it was weird um, I'll say this though like sticking with the first half um, I'll say that our I felt like we did open up the playbook more and I think the the key thing there that I'm going to say is the red zone woes went away. Like we kept having those, like we kept joking the tech game, right? Like the identity plays going for it, like the fourth and whatever's or, you know, goal When like our problem has been when we get like goal to go, we just run up the middle and then we can feel goal, you know? Right. And like that didn't happen in this game. We scored a touchdown every time we got into the red zone in this game. So that was awesome to see. And we saw it in various ways. Um, you know, we saw like a rollout touchdown pass to Brock Bowers on the right. We saw the rollout uh, touchdown pass to Dylan Bell. Um, so uh, we mm-hmm. we weren't just just running at the middle. Like we would run at the middle and they'd stuff it. It was like, okay, well, now we're going to pass it. We're going to score, you know? So that, that was refreshing to see, to know that we can do that, that we can score. <laughs> in the zone nice. And not just have all these field goals, you know? Agreed.
1: Agreed. I think Dustin from Field Street probably feels good about it. there were, we, we, we weren't just run, 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 (laughs) pass. Yeah. And then just keep doing it over and over again. Yeah.
0: Seriously. Um, but yes, I mean, I I guess that was pretty much it like for the first half. I mean, you know, great to see a touchdown pass to Darnell Washington. Um, it was good to see the big O get involved there. Um, but I feel like second half, like I said, like in the kind of, in the moment yesterday, I was getting kind of frustrated, but I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, we basically like, we kind of held them at arm's length,
1: right? Like we kept matching their scores. Right. Before we jump into the second half, I want to point out something for literally everybody. And I I have, I was wanting to look at this as well because as you know, Jim, I'm a huge fan of the ESPN game cast. Um mm-hmm. uh, yes. the, win, the win probability. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Dear fan, if you would like to look at some at, at an absolute like bloodbath um of what this game actually was from a probability standpoint, um the game is effectively over at twenty-one-seven. Uh, yeah. Where we are, we're not even like halfway through. The, we're not even halfway through the second quarter, and the game is effectively over with fourteen thirty in the second quarter. We had a ninety-three percent probability winning.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. The I think I was looking at that beforehand too. Thanks for bringing it back up <laughs> because, like, I think the low like, our lowest probability. Uh, was actually when it was at zero to zero, like early. I think it was like when they were like when they got to like first and goal or whatever, maybe um, in that drive. Right before that, we we, we had like a sixty eight percent chance of winning the game. That was the lowest it ever got, and yeah. that was when LSU had the ball like in our territory on that on that drive. That eventually we blocked the field goal, and then right. from there on it just kind of plummeted or, or whatever or skyrocketed. To our yep, probably, yep. and then it, it never changed at all.
1: You can see you can see the 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 jump on it because um you know when when we got the sack uh the, our let's see it was it was like seventy percent win probability mm-hmm. when Jaden Daniels was like you know driving or whatever yeah and then we we got to the point where he got sacked and that's where the, the mm-hmm. drop off started and yeah. then as soon as we blocked the field goal it jumps up to 87.6% yeah. when we score the, when we score the touchdown.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean it wasn't that's the thing is it's like it, I mean it wasn't I mean we dominated like I something Kim and I were talking about after the game cuz like we were just it was just weird like we're not used to getting scored on like that like that, right? Like I agree. We're not used to giving up 30 points. So it was a weird feeling. Um and like we were having the conversation of like like it's just like weird. Like we we won by twenty points, right? Like we covered the spread. Like you don't probably shouldn't be upset about anything. But it's like, but like, would you have felt better if the game if it was a twenty eight to seven win instead of fifty to thirty? You know, or like something yes. like that. I know. I would too. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I would too. But here's what I'm gonna say that because I'm trying to I'm trying to like be honest and I'm trying to be um, talk me off the I'm, ledge, Jim. Talk I'm trying to not ledge. be hypocritical. Because here's what I generally say is the folks that want to see, quote, modern football and want to see us score some points and do the offense thing, as Tony says sometimes, um, right? Like people that want to see that. And then I get frustrated with them when we win 28 to 7 and they get mad and it's like, well, why couldn't we open up the offense? Why couldn't we do these things? And, And then I get frustrated with folks who say that because I feel like they're saying, well, we didn't win the way I wanted to win, but we still won. And we still covered, and so that I'm trying to be the same way. They're like, you know, does it really matter? You know, like we won by 20 points. We the game was effectively over at halftime. You know, they never really challenged us in the second half. Um, and it is what it is. I mean, we matched them. Like people are always like, oh well, Georgia. You're know, like the knock on us was always like, oh well, it's a Georgia offense, and you know they can't go blow for blow and they can't extend leads and those kinds of things. And we proved yesterday that yes, we can.
1: Yeah, we can. So- and also, it also proves that Georgia still struggles with the backup quarterback.
0: <laughs> but I, dig- but I
1: digress.
0: I, ha- I did have that jotted down. It's, it's something to talk about. I'll say, man, Nussmeier looked. He looked really good. I, and I don't know. I have to look it up. I don't know like wh- how much uh, what Jaden Daniels has left, and eligibility wise. Um, but I, if he's coming back, they're going to have a some healthy quarterback competition competition in the fall. I would assume Nussmeier looked pretty good. For some reason, I feel like that Lamar
1: and those guys said that he had another year left. But uh yeah. whoever Ryan was, it Ryan Clark, I think it was. Mm, yeah. But, yeah. Um, that they they interviewed. I think that he said that because he was an LSU guy. I think that he said that they had another year left. But um, I I'm super glad that they finally pulled the trigger on getting him out of there because I mean the uh, you you want to talk about limping like that? He was yeah. Or being hobbled like mm-hmm. we you know, we, we we played Tua in the past when he mm-hmm. had a similar kind of thing going on and they finally had to pull him and put in Jalen Hurts, which good <laughs> gracious, had bad memories. You pour, just went back to out. the
0: backup quarterback thing again, John. I'm stay away from that. <laughs> I did,
1: I did. I <laughs> just stay away from the backup quarterback. Oh. Um but but I feel like that he was worse than Tua was. Like to almost to the point where it was it was feeling it was feeling like intellectually egregious that he was being asked to go back out there and take another snap. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, and he was like, you know, the on the circle of life play where J, uh where Jalen Carter just picked him up in the air and then like set him back down, like he was limping really bad after that play, you know? And like they actually I remember the broadcast, like, they were actually talking about it because they're like, Well, it's not like he slammed him down. <laughs> you know, he picked that's why he picked him up in the air. He was being nice to him. Um right. like, but you know, he was really hobbling after that. And he you know, he didn't he didn't last much longer. uh but he played one, one more series basically where they got the field goal and then and then he was done for the night. I think that uh was it was
1: did one of the guys uh on the broadcast, was it Nestler or Gary, say that he was smiling when when he picked him up? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's grimacing in absolute excruciating pain. That's yeah, that's a good point. His ankle because yeah. his ankle is literally trashed right now.
0: Yeah, I thought he was smiling too, like full speed, but I think you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. Um. I did. Uh, I guess a couple. Cause I don't know how much we even really need to go into the second half. But a few things. I guess. Or well, this isn't not even really second half. Oh, go you, ahead.
1: you you go you go through your quick hits and then I'll go my
0: quick okay. hits. Uh, like on the injury front. Uh. Um. Looks like hopefully Lad will be okay. Um. If he went down on that on that deep ball or or catch and run. I guess. Um, so hopefully lad is okay the other thing I wanted to point out though was like when when McClendon went down and mims came in which again it sounds like McClendon's gonna be okay um but just to call that out right because like last year right in the spring mims was in the transfer portal and went around and shopped around um like it's a pretty big moment looking back right to to get mims back have him there and plug him in. Um uh, when McClendon went down and have minimal drop-off. So that was just a huge thing. Just just thinking back to that. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, I guess like uh I want to talk about Kendall Milton. I mean, leading rusher in this game had a like a I mean, as far as like rushing totals, rushing yards in SEC championship game history, I think that was like a top 15 or something like that performance all time. Um he is we've talked about like him starting to look kind of like what he looks like as a freshman, um, kind of getting back to his old self. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that he was being bothered by his injuries earlier in the season. Um I don't know, just a good moment, feel good moment for him. Uh what, eight carries, 113 yards. Guy averaged 14 point one yards a carry. So I don't know. I guess I'll say again, welcome back, Kendall Milton.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I mean he was he was he looked he looked good. He looked good. Yeah, yeah, he looked good. Um, um, he's looked good the last. He's looked good the last few weeks. Yes, agreed. Um, agreed. I would say that. Um, I would say that. Let's see. Some of the. Other, are, were you done with your your? I mean, your I had some other macro things
0: like because uh, I do at some point I want to just talk about Stetson a bit. But um, if you had anything else specific on the game, go for it.
1: <clears throat> um, I don't. I don't know. Just like a overall kind of talking about the the box score. You know. What, what, what makes you nervous? Well, you know, is it, is it scoring 30 points on the backups, you mm-hmm. know, is not super concerning um, scoring scoring that many points. And then, you know, having percentage of the starters in, cause I feel like that the starters were still in at, at certain points, but like, yeah, I ne- it never felt like that. They were like, all right, everybody out y'all are all coming in. And cause they're still, throwing throwing bombs to against Keely Ringo which I feel like that I was mm-hmm. talking to some some one of the uh families uh for Carter soccer team um shout out to the gun family gray family um, they they're LSU fans and they're always been pretty cool when we talk football mm-hmm. um I had told him that, that coach o was going to get fired before the, the season and yeah. he did not he did not think that that was accurate and <laughs> we ne- we never talked about that one <laughs> uh but yeah so uh, we were talking and and they were saying that they i was like you know you guys are probably asking yourselves why y'all didn't start nessmeyer or whatever and apparently mm-hmm. Like they were like, well, you know, yeah, he did good, but like that—that was the first—that was the first time that he had ever looked good, if that made makes sense. Mm. Because yeah, they Mm. were—they were not—they were not super like thrilled about him long term, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, Could they could have been the benefit of you know he just looked better because Georgia had already had the game won and nobody was really playing and all we had to do was keep the game in front of us. Uh, all those things but all that said like you look at their box score 502 yards of passing yeah. is not as uh, is, is not a uh, a warm fuzzy feeling for the defense in general um well, because everything everything just jumps out at the page uh with that statistic
0: especially not knowing who are when you take into account who our next opponent is and who their quarterback is so in ohio state and CJ Stroud so uh, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think that's that's the concern. And I mean <laughs> between the two guys, right? So because they both basically played a half. So you had Jaden Daniels had 208 yards passing in the first half, and then Garrett Nussmeyer had 294 yards passing in the second half. So um I mean yeah, it's not good. That's not good. But again, I just I don't really know what to make of it. I, I I think it just I think I think they lost their focus, their edge at after you know, we already talked about the fact that the game was over at halftime, right? Um, right. So I don't know. Like I don't. I just don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I, I think it definitely gives Kirby uh, plenty of things to talk about, though. Right. Uh. Yeah. You, you. You get that kind of coaches game where you win. You were never in danger, but you got plenty of things that you can go back to the team and coach them up on, Right. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to get too bent out of shape about it. Um. Because you're at the point now where you know now we are truly at the moment where style points don't matter at all. It. It truly is. Survive in advance. You just got to win your games. Um, and we're over the dog and pony show. The style points is done at this point in the season. Right. Like you don't have to worry about that at all. So agreed. Just win, baby. Just win. Exactly. Um, Let's do. A, do we, uh, we,
1: we want to discuss the doink?
0: <laughs> the jackpot field goal?
1: The jackpot doink. Yeah. Yeah. We, I we, mean, we hyped up. We had hyped up how accurate he had been.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That that stunk. Um it was close too. Like it was there. Like I it it looked uh it ended up being closer, like because I thought he had missed it pretty bad. And then when it cut in, uh I was like, oh man, he might actually make this. And then obviously he didn't. So um yeah. yeah I mean, you know, I, I feel like he's proven just over the length of over the course of the season, he's been so good. Um I'm not gonna not gonna not gonna concern myself with that, but yeah, he 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 he, he has been on a tear. He has been on a tear. Um, no, I was going to say on the, like on the, on the Stetson front. So, um, we, we, we hit his stat line. Uh, we had like multiple gifable moments, uh, from him yeah, in this a game. A lot of them. Again, <laughs> the, the, the dropping of the bomb, I think was the the favorite. That was when the, when, when once again, then the podcast account starts getting blown up with people <laughs> asking for <a> gift <laughs> requests. Uh, you know, I always know something funny has happened. Uh, so that was great to see, but like, I mean, like at this point, I mean, I feel I'm not saying that he should like 100 percent win the Heisman. But when you've got Caleb Williams in U.S., you know, didn't I think he got like he got hurt or whatever in that game, but he played through the whole game. They lose. Um, and also, if you look at the definition of what they're looking for in the Heisman Trophy winner, considering what he wrote on his fingernails, that I'm not going to say so I don't have to believe out again for sorry, Carter. But like, I don't know. To me, that doesn't to me. I maybe I'm being an old guy. Here, but I thought that was kind of lame, personally. But um, I don't feel like that embodies what you're trying to go for with the Heisman personally. But you know, he didn't have a great game there. Uh, you know, Stroud, Ohio State lost. They lost in their biggest moment. Like, I mean, you know, Hendon Hooker didn't get to finish the season; is injured. And you know, they had to. They had multiple losses there. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like he should at least go to New York as one of the top four guys, personally. But we'll see.
1: I I agree, man. Stetson. Stetson Bennett the fourth for Heisman.
0: I will say it is uh it's pretty awesome that the narrative on Stetson has changed from he stinks to now, oh well, he's 25 years old, he's older than everyone. Like he should be that good. Like <laughs> 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 uh, I just I don't know. I find that pretty funny. I, I saw a lot of that on Twitter yesterday, though. And like I it's the kind of thing you'd love to see because now you know you're not seeing that. Oh, well, he's not good stuff anymore.
1: That's what said, it. Did they give him? Do they give him his own walker when he when he comes home with the yeah the, the SEC title?
0: Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, what a legend! What a legend at this point. National champion. All he did was follow that up with the. By the way, the first ever thirteen and zero. First time Georgia has ever made it to thirteen and zero. This has never happened before. Um Quite an encore for the mailman, or is it the milkman? I still say the mailman. The, I still say the mailman as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He'll always be the mailman and he will always have an SEC champion championship ring to to add to any of the descriptors.
0: The only other thing I had jotted down from the game was a uh, shout out to Aaron King who had asked us, would uh, A.D. Mitchell make an impact in this game? And we were basically like, eh, I don't see how that could happen. And then he goes out there and throws a two-point conversion on an end around. Uh, that was pretty sweet. So, oh, okay. So, so you,
1: since you brought it up, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and and break down the utilization and the whole situation with AD Mitchell.
0: Um,
1: I have something to get off my chest about this whole thing. I I, t- I texted it to you guys. I feel that UGA has mishandled his situation just overall. Mm-hmm. I, I am frustrated that I'm not necessarily frustrated that they brought him back because after they. After they brought him out, trotted him out there for the for the what was it? There's the Vanderbilt game that he re-injured it. It was Auburn. Auburn. Okay. So when they trotted him out to the Auburn game to re-injure it, uh, it seemed unnecessary at the time mm-hmm. um, because I don't feel like that we we necessarily needed him. When we need him is like the right nows of the world. The right 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 now is when we kind of need him to be a hundred percent for the, the the playoff, right? Yep. Um to bring him back in the SEC championship game, which I don't even know when he went in, but I feel like that we were already we already had the game pretty much won when he came in, right?
0: Mm, I don't know, man. He was in pretty early, actually. So he he so the the two-point conversion, yes, because that was to get to 50. Like, but that was well, kind we'll of get to, back end. So that's
1: so that's all right. So let's break it into two two segments. When when he you you have a theory that he got he hurt himself right i see that as well which we
0: haven't talked about that let me just say really quick what i'm talking about because when when i saw this was like a live watching the game something that i said to my wife so i said to Kim, like sitting there watching the game was like when they were all celebrating that ad looked like he kind of stumbled funny and then i didn't hear anyone else say anything about it like i felt like it was just me Broadcast didn't say anything. I didn't see anything on Twitter, so I kind of let it go. But then it got brought up today by someone else that they noticed it. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, I looked at the, it, the 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 school posted a video of uh, the two point conversion uh, from the Twitter account, and I looked at that and kind of slowed it down. And I still see what I saw yesterday. Who knows? Maybe it's nothing. And still, I haven't seen anyone say anything about it. So just hoping that he didn't uh, injure himself celebrating. So that's what that's what you're talking about.
1: We're we're hopeful that Kirby is not going to be hopeful about AD Mitchell this week,
0: (laughs) right? Seriously, seriously.
1: So Um, yeah,
0: but so your point uh, is basically not so much like because like you know we tried to throw a touchdown pass to him in the first half. Uh, He did like his kind of also like now like signature route where he like kind of fakes a post and then uh, goes out to the front pylon. He's scored. He scored on that same route against Auburn, like when he was a freshman. So it's kind of that route. He ran that route, but he slipped and fell. So you're not so much talking about that. You're talking about the fact that we brought him back in up 48 to 30 or whatever. Uh well when we're throwing the I I I am actually talking about the
1: I'm talking about both of them. So okay. the, the route that we asked him to do on his first playback <laughs> was a was a ninety degree hard cut on the hurt ankle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a yeah. bad idea, guys. Could we maybe just like give him a quick out or, you know, let him run deep and and catch it instead of where he doesn't
0: have to like cut so drastically. I don't know. To me, it was it was so uh, here's my thing. This is where I'm trying to talk you off on the ledge on all this stuff, too. Like, I again that's a that's the first play I'd mentioned. Like he did run a go route at some point. I can't remember if it was before or after. Like I said, I haven't like rewatched the whole game in detail. But the other thing is too, like at some point you're cleared and you're cleared, and like you can't, you know, like at some point you just gotta well, let him play. But also,
1: but there's also some there's also you got at some point you're cleared and you you're cleared, but like would you say that Jaden Jaden Jay- Daniels should have been cleared. Like, no, I, I don't. That's I don't different. Think he should have been
0: cleared, sir. That's the other team, John. That's
1: the other team. Uh, okay, okay, okay. No, I know. So you're, you're, you're talking Ron Corson versus someone else's. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, they didn't clearly. Don't they? Don't have Ron Corson. Right. 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 <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so, but I don't know.
1: So there's that. The lad obviously went down. So these yeah. are things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You had, you had, uh, Warren McClendon went down. Xavier Tresh. Which I saw on the Dog Central thread. Um, someone was talking about it, but you, you said that you didn't notice it. I thought that I had remembered it, but I think I was remembering Warren Erickson. But um, or wait, no, not Warren Erickson, McClendon, right? Yeah, McClendon. Yeah, McClendon. Yeah. Um, I, I I was remembering that. I don't think that I remember anybody coming out in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: I didn't remember that either. So I'll have to go back and look for that. I didn't see that. That's yeah. and and so, I mean, Just all those overrate. things,
1: all those things are probably, all of those things are probably part of the reason why the things kind of transpired the way that they transpired. We weren't really, maybe we weren't being overly aggressive. I've seen, I've heard some folks talking about, you know, we played softer in the second half, which I guess makes sense when you're up so, so large. It's the I long, still, it's s-
0: the defensive long con. We've introduced the long con on defense this game, John. <laughs> yeah exactly
1: exactly uh they need they need someone to have an edge on the next game like look you guys aren't that great like look at you look at, <laughs> exactly look at that's look at that piss poor second half performance <laughs> uh, amazing that's uh I think I think I mean I think I think that's all all of the items that that I had um yeah, yeah. the only thing that I guess the only other thing that I would add that kind of bothered me was the fact that and I have to give credit to, I have to give credit to, to, to Trigger Trey, uh, TT7. Uh, he, he was texting about, about this. <laughs> Keely Ringo is supposedly our Q our CB one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was targeted for like what? Nine plays and 130 something yards passing.
0: Yep. I think, uh, if you look at the targets on Lassiter, I think Lassiter is cornerback one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's, I don't know what to say other than he's just got to clean it up. I mean, we've, we've talked about it before, right? Like he's been kind of boomer bust. He, he did like, he just didn't have that boom play here. Although he did have some pass breakups. He had a nice one in the end zone, actually, that was pretty close and he was able to tip it away from the defender. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the 500 yards (laughs) pass was, was pretty, was pretty crazy, but
1: so, so the, uh, the guys, the guys Lamar and, and George, you know, 100 Sanford, they had, uh, that guy Ryan Clark on and Mm. I, I was listening to that and he made a comment and I was like, you know what, that actually, that actually makes a lot of sense. I think, I can't remember. I think it was Tyson Campbell that he was, he was comparing Ringo to Yep, like, he's got a lot of speed, a lot of size, but like the ball skills are not there. And you know, I, that, that jives. So, you know, maybe he's got some, you know, maybe he's got the ability to, to turn his career around, like, yeah, you know, and become that that dominant cornerback. But like, well, hold on now, John.
0: I do yeah. remember you have said on this podcast many times that Keeley Ringo is the island where wide receivers go to die on. I have, I have. <laughs> He's,
1: he 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 was. I don't know what happened. Uh, like, yeah. The only thing, the only thing that I can figure is that teams have figured out what what seems to be the only way that you can gain chunk yard plays against this defense, and that is to throw it deep with Keely Ringo. You'll either get a big catch or you get a pass interference, which really does feel like what happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you disagree with that assessment over the last three or four games?
0: Uh I mean I do in this one because it wasn't like five Keely Ringo did not give up five hundred yards. So it wasn't all him. Uh well
1: he gave up twenty five percent of it.
0: <laughs> I, well, I I'm just saying but you're saying that's the <laughs> only thing. It is not the only thing. There are other things that can be done. Uh so, yes, I am disagreeing. I'm, I'm not saying that he's he's definitely not playing to the level he did last year. I also think, like, um, I mean, I you know, so I think the one difference is, like, who is opposite of him. and That's what I was thinking, at least until now that we're seeing the whole, like, last year is his cornerback one now, maybe, I don't know, just based on targets and everything. But we don't have Darion Kendrick on the other side, who was a known commodity. Um, and I think he, I think we, I don't know, like, I think in general, Kendrick seemed to kind of be undervalued last year, but I think, like, we talked about him a lot. I know he was, like, your guy of, like, you mentioned, like, if you could bring one guy back um, for the season that was gone, he, I think he was one of your guys that you mentioned. So, I don't know. I mean, that is definitely something that changed. Scene isn't back there anymore either, but Starks is obviously balling out, although I think that first touchdown might have been on him, or at least as far as, like, the guy getting open. But I don't know, man. Yeah, there's a couple. there's a
1: couple of plays like that, and it's one of those things where it's, like, you know, we talked about this last year. Like, do you do you take the entire body of work, or do you think that this one game is indicative of how they're going to play in the in the semifinal, and you know, and potentially the championship game? Um,
0: I don't think it's it, indicative. There, of the defense, there, um, the, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. no, I'm saying like like letting guys get wide open. Right. There were some, right. There were some situations where bad tackling was in play. Mm-hmm. Like we we there was a couple of plays early. I think I mentioned this to you, like um, that we had some even more opportunities to to ice them out in the first quarter on on some of their drives where we could have sacked we could have sacked Daniels um, at at multiple junctures and he just kind of slipped away or whatever. Um,
0: Well, yeah, I mean even happened with Nussmeier that one there was one of those touchdown passes that Nussmeier threw. Like I guess you could say it was on Ringo, but at the same time you could say well he had all day because we had him sacked and he spun out of a sack and then he turned around and just whipped the ball into the end zone. Like it's hard to cover for that long. So,
1: uh, yeah, I was about to say like, that's, that's, that's definitely another recipe for success against this defense is to just run around backyard football style and throw it deep to key, to whoever, whoever was, was on Keeley Ringo. <laughs>
0: but let me remind you, John, here's here. Th- this is all this boils down to, like, I feel like this is a lot of a nothing burger. Honestly, it's the second half at it's halftime. The second half. It was, I mean, so we're talking 35 to, it was so first half, 35 to 10. And again, three points right before halftime, right? 35 to 10. And then second half, uh, 20 to 15 LSU. So they scored five more points than we did in the second half. And it was 35 to 10 and a half. Like, you know, I mean, it just, I, I, I feel like it was a, we lost focus, we lost the drive defensively, I guess, but we went blow for blow with them on offense. When, you know, as they started to pick up the scoring, we matched it. Right. I mean they they we scored what, five more points than us in the second half. But again, like I said, they never scored, you know, they never scored without us scoring in between, other than the end of the first half and the start of the second half. So I just feel like it's nothing burger. Like it doesn't really yeah. concern me in the grand scheme of things. So I was hoping I was hoping that
1: they were chasing the 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 total the SEC championship record yeah. For, for for point score. I was, right. I was like, yes. As soon as I saw that statistic, I was like, oh, inject it into my veins, please. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously, that would have been nice. <laughs> that's, that's all I need. That's all I need is Todd Monk and just
0: dropping his nuts out
1: there on top of <laughs> Mercedes-Benz Stadium like Darnell, Washington. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, amazing. Amazing. Um, all right. Why don't why not we take a quick moment to remind everyone that season three of My Got a Podcast is presented by Oxia Time. Uh Oxia Time is a custom watch company. If you want to go check out their 2021 Georgia College Football Playoff National Champions uh collection. Um also, um you know we, we've talked about the multiple variations of the watch they've got. They've got the stainless steel, they've got the blackout. Added the ladies. And now they actually do have watches uh for all four uh college football playoff participants uh this year. So you you actually they have it available now. You can go check it out. Uh it's got the 2023 CFP uh logo. That's the logo for the entire playoff. Uh you can get that with the with the uh Georgia Power G as well. And they've got them for all four schools. Uh so if you want to go check that out, head on over to Oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A time.com and like we've mentioned in the last couple episodes OxyTime is also partnering with Bulldogs battling breast cancer right now you can use the code BBBC10 to get 10% off of any of those timepieces all right JP let's hit the uh, quick uh coach Trill uh picks update so you i think it, you extended your lead by one pick uh not a good week for us you went 4 and 4 i went 3 and 5 uh, you've got the overall lead at 67 and 37. I trail you 61 and 43. So we're getting into crunch time. Uh I'm gonna have to do something drastic or something. I don't know. I, we're getting we're getting into we're getting into bin but don't break situation. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to keep chopping. I'm trying to keep chopping, but it has not been successful
1: thus far. Um I'm on the I'm on the, I'm on the Kirby death march.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Let's see. So a couple of things. So one quick programming note, like this will be the only episode this week. Um, we don't have a game to preview. Um, so we'll take a bit of a break, uh, before we preview the, uh, the peach bowl matchup against Ohio state. We, I don't know. We may do like an off season episode in between. I, I think we did that last year. So we'll, we'll kind of play it by ear, but um, we'll, we'll tweet out and, and solicit questions like we always do the next time we record. So, but just heads up for this week, this is the only, this will be the only episode uh for this week. So having said that I did want to just talk a little bit about the CFP and um, I think I guess before I get into to it so much, uh, how great was it to see like Nick Saban on a Zoom call, like politicking for Alabama to be in, uh, and then them not to get in? Like that was that was yummy.
1: Oh, oh my gosh, I was I was text messaging you guys when that was on. I was like, is everybody watching this? Like this is this is amazing. <laughs> like literally, Nick Saban is begging to be let in, <laughs> let into the club.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love
1: oh, it. Oh man, like 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 a scorned like a scorned woman that's just been turned away or a scorned scorned guy at, at the club that's just trying to get in with all of his friends. And just Nope, nope, you can't go.
0: <laughs> oh man, it was, it was it was it was yummy. I'm going to use his own word against him. It was yummy. And um the best part about it was is they he
1: like was at a recruiting situation. I don't know what if it was like with recruits or your donors or whatever, um, but he had to peel away like, "Hey guys, sorry, I got to go beg to get let into this." This. <laughs> I
0: love that his I love his that his logic was like Vegas and like point spreads and stuff, and it's like, oh my gosh, like what is what is hey, happening who, right now? Hey, who are you? <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. I don't know. And I saw like actually I saw on Twitter today someone was like defending it because I think like a Georgia fan was making fun of it, and a Bama fan was like, "Well, Kirby." Did this in 2018, you know, or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but the, but you guys all made fun of it. Like, I don't know. I like the whole like can't have it both ways stuff. Just cracks me up. So, whatever. Um, but so, but so, do you think they got it right? So you had, you know, we absolutely. Okay. The only thing. What about the, the seating? I, do you think the seating the only, is right?
1: The only thing that I think that um they could have done is drop TCU. But if you drop TCU, you're rewarding Ohio State, which doesn't really change. Mm-hmm. a whole whole lot I will say that I do think that Michigan has the easier draw yes if I'm being if I'm being honest
0: I agree that's my only quote-unquote I guess issue I would say I think it's hard to do that because it's, it's the whole like to me the problem is that they're they're totally like making it up as they go along you know like they have their guidelines or whatever and they say what they're doing but like when they're saying things like uh, oh we didn't even talk about the fact that uh, you know Michigan Ohio State if they were 2-3 would have been a rematch like i i do not believe whatsoever that that wasn't discussed like that was 100% discussed like there's no way they didn't talk about that um but it, it's all these like the criteria right and it's the whole like best four teams versus most deserving and they say it's supposed to be best four and it's supposed to be based on like how good they are or whatever and they're seeding them that way cuz if if you're seeding them that way then then TCU should be four um cuz like I mean, Ohio state would definitely be favored over TCU. Although now I just did the point spread thing like Dick Saban did. So sorry. Um, but I agree. I think, I think that's the only downside is that we, as a number one seed, get the tougher, the tougher semifinal matchup. But I think it's hard. I mean, I mean, it's hard to, if I, there's so many things I I just, I don't like the format anyways, like with the way they do it. Um, you know, with the whole, like Ohio state gets to sit at home and then they make the playoff, um, you're penalizing you really like you're penalizing USC for planning the extra game. Um, all that kind of fun stuff. And then same thing, like you're, you're going to penalize TCU and drop them when they had to play, you know, they played one more game than Ohio state. So I don't really, I don't have a problem with it, but I do agree. I do agree that Michigan got the uh, Michigan gets the easier semifinal, but it kind of is what it is. I guess the only thing that I would
1: say is that, um that, you know, kind of riffing off of the statements that you were just making makes sense. Um If you were to add like, Tennessee into this equation. Mm-hmm. I feel like that I f- I do feel like that the, on the surface like that would have made more sense is as, as having Tennessee in, at number 4.
0: Um than TCU or then or than anyone.
1: Uh yeah, I mean it had Tennessee not like it just goes back to like man they had, had they just not had a laid an egg against South Carolina like holy cow man. Dude, like, I think that th- I think they would be I think they would have been a lock for for number 4.
0: Yeah, if Tennessee if Tennessee's only loss was to us, I think they're in. I do think that's true. I also yeah. think if I mean Clemson would have been in if they hadn't lost to South Carolina as ACC champions because they just won the ACC championship. Like South Carolina knocked See? two teams it's, out of the playoff in back-to-back weeks.
1: It's it's Gaffney South Carolina ruins everything, Jim. <laughs> 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 oh man. Even though it's nowhere near Columbia, but <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. It it's it still me. I, I blame. I blame Gaffney, South Carolina for all of this.
0: <laughs> oh, oh man.
1: This yeah. chaos this chaos was birthed out of the
0: interstate of Gaffney, South Carolina. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean um, and it was chaos. I mean, we got chaos this weekend. I mean, the I uh I mean we both picked USC to beat Utah, but man, I mean that that fell apart. You know, we had folks were like tweeting about USC offense at halftime, and everything. And then Lincoln Riley does what Lincoln Riley does, I guess, uh, kind of fell apart there in the second half.
1: So, dude, that might have been the softest team that I've ever seen. Like they couldn't tackle anybody.
0: That's what my disappointment was that they lost because now we don't get to play them. I would have loved to have them in the semifinal. That would have been amazing. I agree because we never play. Mm, right. Right. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. On on the
1: flip side of that, night, now we get Ohio State, which we also never play and is yeah. frankly has been hiding from us because they canceled our our game, right? <laughs> true. Now now true. you gotta play us, Mofos. <laughs> true, true. Uh
0: my last nugget on the CFP. Uh this is interesting. You know, this is the first college football playoff that has neither Alabama nor Clemson. At least one of those schools has been in every college football playoff since it started. This is the first time that that neither have made it. And so interesting. Uh thought that was thought that was an interesting nugget. What I hear you saying is there's a new sheriff in town.
1: Ah oh, I like that. I like that. And his name is Kirby Smart. Love it.
0: Love it. I think we have to end on that, John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we probably we probably could. We probably could. Um I don't know. I mean, like oh, I said, I man. I don't, I don't know that I have I don't know that I have a whole. I don't know that I have a whole lot on on this.
0: I don't either. Like I said, I mean, it's you know, we we like I said earlier, right? First ever thirteen and zero Georgia team. Um, you know, if we think back to preseason, right? Like when we were looking at the schedule, um, I think we looked at the schedule and we're like, "Where's the loss?" Right? Like we weren't. We you know, I I think we we thought we'd go twelve and zero, but thinking that and saying it and doing it is a completely different thing um, for this team to do this. And, and they, you know, they ended up with tougher opponents in spots than what we thought, right? Like no one knew Tennessee was going to be what Tennessee ended up being. Um, Mm -hmm. Look at that schedule preseason. And to do that with all the players that went and left the NFL draft. um, I mean, Kirby has got to be SEC coach of the year um, to me. I I don't see how you could put anyone else there. I agree. I agree. Was he even on the finalist list? I don't know that they do that for SEC coach of the year. I think they all just vote at the end. I don't know that there's so much a finalist list or anything like that. So I know like Munkin is up for the, whatever the award is for like best assistant. That's one of those national awards that does get uh, a list and that kind of stuff. So was it uh broil? Yeah, I think so. Award? Yeah. I think that sounds right. That sounds right. Sure. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, I think we could probably, we can probably wrap it up there. Um, 13-0 SEC champions, like we talked about, right? Something that last year's team did not do, uh, did not win the SEC championship. So, hey, you talked about it, right? Like, now all these guys, they can go up and show Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean and all those guys. They'll have those bragging rights. Yeah, <laughs> Over them forever.
1: They're going to be able to, like, flash those rings. Like, hey, y'all, everybody get their SEC championship rings out. We're going to take a picture. That's oh, right. you don't have one Sorry, <laughs> bud
0: bud. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a big deal, man. I mean, you know, first one since 2017. Uh, I would totally,
1: I would totally do that. I would totally do, I'd be like, Jordan, Jordan Davis, can <laughs> can you take our picture with the SEC championship rings that we got?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, let's, we'll, let, we'll stay in touch. We'll let folks know uh, what we're going to do. If we do any kind of intermediate episodes before we do the, uh, the final uh-huh. Ohio state, Ohio state uh, peach bowl preview. Um, but uh, we we'll, we'll, we'll be back. At least for that, if not with some uh, additional content in between, so um, we'll, we'll, we'll put the we'll put the word out for that. I have some ideas. Ooh, nice. Okay. Okay. We can talk about that in the podcast after the podcast.
1: Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, this was this was fun. Corn dogs, not many. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little too many, <laughs> and bulldogs a lot. <laughs> uh, love it. Go dogs. Go dogs.